Hello and welcome to You Found God Ministries. In 2014, YFG was started. Our mission is to reach the unchurched people with the gospel message by attending large events like fairs, parades, festivals, and using the internet. Also, we have distributed some books online on Amazon. Our weekly podcast will feature teaching, interviews, encouragement, outreach methods, and God's plan of salvation. Welcome to today's podcast. Thank you for joining us. Today's podcast can be very interesting. It is about a ministry that has changed thousands of people's lives over the course of many years. And I don't know how many of you have ever seen the movie The Cross and the Switchblade. It was a movie done back in the, oh, I don't know, 70s. And starred Pat Boone. It's based on a true life story of a minister who uh, reached out to New York gangs. And one of the major gang leaders ended up uh, getting saved, Nikki Cruz which is played by Eric Estrada. And Nikki Cruz has a, a ministry today as well, reaching out to um, reaching out to gangs in New York. Phenomenal ministry. The ministry that I'm focusing on right now, though, is going to be one called Teen Challenge. Uh, Teen Challenge was started by that minister named David Wilkerson. Uh, the ministry... Um, purpose was to reach out with teens and adults with life-controlling problems, which could be drugs, uh, sexual, um, life-controlling situations. And the ministry has helped thousands and thousands of people. If you get a chance, Google Teen Challenge. Now, I had started working for this ministry back in the late 80s. Uh, back then, it was Lansing Teen Challenge. Um, I met the director then, whose name was Doug Desitel. And we've had the opportunity to talk and keep in touch over the years. And today, I want to share with you he a story that, that Doug has uh, let me uh, share with my podcast listeners. He shared this on Facebook during the pandemic. Uh, pastor Doug, I like to call him. He's now a pastor of a Methodist church. Uh, we're sharing these really awesome stories and I wanted the opportunity to be able to share these with you. Um, so this week's podcast, what we're going to do is share one of Doug's, uh, stories. It's about prayer and I think you'll find it really, really interesting. Also, please stay tuned to my closing remarks. We are giving away a free testimony book to anyone who contacts us, either off the website, youfoundgod.com, or send me an email, steve at youfoundgod.com. And we would love to send that out to you, either a PDF format or we can send out the physical book. Just let us know. And now I'd like to introduce to you Pastor Doug Desitel. 
I've been praying for you. In fact, I want to talk about prayer this morning. But first, let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, speak to all of our hearts, challenge us, and help us to become men and women of prayer, men and women who are soul winners, men and women who are disciple makers. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Well, several years ago, a woman asked her pastor uh, to come by her house and pray with her father, who was in his final days of life. And when the pastor arrived, she showed him to her father's room. And the pastor walked in and found the old gentleman lying in bed with his head propped up on a couple of pillows. And an empty chair sat beside him. The minister assumed uh, he had been told that he was coming to visit because of the chair. And so pointing to that chair, the pastor said, uh, So, sir, I, I guess your daughter told you I was coming to see you. No, I wasn't expecting anyone. Who are you? Well, I'm the new minister at your home church, he told him. When I saw the empty chair, I figured he knew I was coming by. The man smiled and said, oh, yes, the empty chair. Would you mind closing the door and you can sit here on my bed? Puzzled, the pastor shut the door and sat on the edge of the man's bed. And then the gentleman told the pastor, now, I've never told anyone about this, not even my daughter. But all of my life, I've never really known how to pray. Until one day, about four or five years ago, a friend said to me, prayer is just a simple matter of having a conversation with Jesus. And then my friend told me, here's what I uh, suggest. Sit down in a chair and place an empty chair in front of you. And in faith, see Jesus on that chair. Then just speak to him and listen to him in the same way you're doing with me right now. Well, the old gentleman went on. So I tried it and I liked it so much that I do it a couple of hours every day. I'm careful though. If my daughter saw me talking to an empty chair at my age, she'd probably think I was losing my mind, dementia or whatever. And the pastor was deeply moved by the story and encouraged the old gentleman to continue on that journey of faith. Then the pastor prayed with him, anointed him with oil, and they said their goodbyes, and the pastor went home or went back to the church. Two nights later, the daughter called to tell the pastor that her father had passed away that afternoon. Well, did he die in peace? The pastor asked. Yes, I believe so. Before I left the house around two, he called me over to his bedside, told me he loved me and kissed me on the cheek. And when I got back home from the store about an hour later, I found out that he had passed away. But there was something strange about the way he died. Apparently, just before he died, my father leaned over and laid his head on the empty chair beside the bed. The pastor remembered the chair and wiped a tear from his eye and said, I wish we could all go like that. You know, I love that story. That old man died in faith with his head lying in the lap of Jesus. The Apostle Paul said, we live by faith, not by sight. 
We are to live this Christian life by believing, not by seeing. Now, on the day of Jesus' resurrection, Jesus had appeared to a number of his disciples, but one of them, Thomas, was not there with them. And later that day when Thomas showed up, the other disciples told him what they had seen. And then Thomas told them that he had to see it for himself. If he was going to believe that Jesus rose from the dead, he had to see him for himself. Well, a week later, the disciples were gathered together again. And this time, Thomas was there with them. <laughs> and Jesus shows up. And Jesus told Thomas, Reach your finger here and look at my hands. And reach your hand here and put it into my side. Do not be unbelieving, but believing. And Thomas looked at Jesus and said to him, My Lord and my God. Then Jesus said to Thomas, Because you have seen me, you believed. But blessed are those who have not seen me and yet believe. Remember, we live by faith and not by sight. 2,000 years ago, those disciples had the privilege of seeing Jesus and being with Jesus every day for at least three years. They watched the way he lived. They listened to him teach. They watched him perform miracle after miracle. And they watched him praying all the time. But they admitted one day that they didn't know how to pray themselves. So they asked Jesus to teach them how to pray. So those men had the privilege of sitting down in the master's school of prayer. He gave them a simple prayer, a sample prayer, or an outline for prayer. And we call it, of course, the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses, our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. We all need to be students of prayer. And we all need to pray every day, all throughout the day. Especially in these difficult times that we're living in. According to Proverbs 15.29, God hears the prayers of the righteous. Now I'm friends on Facebook with a Baptist minister by the name of Greg, uh, Greg Hooker. Greg and his wife, Audrey, live in the mountains of East Tennessee. The thing that first caught my attention about Pastor Hooker's posts was his desire to help people find a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. I would see posts one day where he would say that four people came to Christ. Another day, two to three souls gave their heart to Christ. Uh, this man, Greg Hooker, is a soul winner and a man of prayer. I was fascinated with Pastor Hooker's posts. I saw about his heart for soul winning, bringing others to Christ. But this week, 
I saw a different kind of post on Facebook uh, from Pastor Hooker, and I learned a little bit more about this man of God. I want to share some of that with you. Pastor wrote, I would like to ask for prayers for my health deterioration. This is very personal to me and is hard to share. I was diagnosed several years ago with Parkinson's disease. Parkinson's is an incurable disorder of the brain that controls the nervous system. It's also a disease that develops other diseases, some worse than Parkinson's itself. One disease I have developed is orthostatic hypotension. This disease has kept me bedridden for over two years now. Another developing disease that is starting to raise its ugly head is dementia. For a while now, I and, for a while now, I and others have noticed the early effects of this problem. And at times I have trouble remembering my own family's names. He goes on to say, this isn't easy for me to open up about. I know it's the thorn in my flesh that I must bear. Now, I'm not complaining or asking for sympathy. While I'm, what I'm asking for is prayer for my wife and kids. I pray will, that they will not be overburdened by this and will not worry. My wife, Audrey, has been my greatest help and biggest supporter during all of this. That actually began about eight years ago. She has stood by me without waiver. God could not have given me a better wife, period. It happens and life goes on. God has thus far allowed me to witness to others about the gospel, and I will continue that as long as God permits. That has been a great joy for me. Uh, Pastor Greg Hooker has been busy winning souls for Christ from his bed. He hasn't allowed the diseases that are ravaging his body to keep him from doing the Lord's work. Pastor Greg is asking for prayer, not for himself, but for others and for his wife and their children. He's a, a man of God with a love for others. And Pastor Greg is praying for a harvest of souls and he's winning souls for Christ while lying in his bed. Let me tell you another story about a woman that was probably one of the greatest prayer warriors that I've ever known. Her name was Lois Hedgecock. And she spent most of her days lying in her bed at a nursing care center in Springfield, Missouri. Now, Lois had cerebral palsy and was severely disabled, but she was a joy-filled woman of God. Now, on the wall next to her bed was a huge corkboard covered with pictures of ministers and missionaries from all around the world. Lois saw her ministry confined to her bed as being that of a prayer warrior for those on the front lines of the spread of the gospel. She had a vital part in the winning of souls for Christ around the globe from the confines of her bed, just like Brother Greg. I was in Bible college there in Springfield when I first met Lois, and later my picture was added to her wall as well. So any success I may have had in ministry over the years 
souls won for the Lord, disciples made for Jesus, people baptized. Lois Hedgecock had a role in those divine acts of grace. And so have all the other prayer warriors who prayed for me over the years. We all can reach around the world through the power of prayer. We don't have to be at the altar or in the pew of our church buildings to pray for people to come to Christ. Right now, as we're doing this social distancing thing and we're in isolation in our homes, we can pray around the world from our beds, from our recliners, our sofas, or our home offices. We can reach out to others through prayer. Now, Jesus taught his disciples to be soul winners. Jesus taught his disciples to pray. And I want to close with us praying together that prayer that was taught in the master's school of prayer. Pray with me. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed holy is your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as for we forgive those who have trespassed against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen and amen. Have a wonderful week. And know this, I'm praying for you. God bless you. All right, we're going to wrap up today's podcast today. Thank you so much for joining us. And uh, what we're doing for our listeners is I have some testimony books that I'd like to send to you. If you'll contact me at steve at youfoundgod.com, go to our website, youfoundgod.com, contact me there, and I'm going to send you a book that is full of testimonies. And, uh, you know, it's called The Lighthouse Testimonies, and it has... Um, I don't know, must have like 40 testimonies in here of folks that were going through, you know, life's many storms. And this book contains examples of how people just like you have seen and followed the light through life's storms. And uh, so I'd like to send that to you if you contact me. Um, now I'll need your ad, your mailing address. I can mail you out a physical copy of the book, or if you prefer, I can send you a PDF copy of the book. You can just read it on your computer or your phone or your iPad, tablet of your choice. And I'd love to send that to you. There's just some awesome stories in here. Um, I'll read you some of the the titles of the stories. Um, man, a good friend of mine and his wife's story is in here. Um, 
I didn't have many friends is the title of one. My husband had a breakdown. I just wanted to feel accepted. My life took a 180 degree turn. Just exciting stories of how people's lives have changed. And their little testimonies are in this book. So contact me. I will send you a copy of that book, either physical copy or PDF file, whichever you prefer. Um, There's no cost or anything. I just want to share uh, with people. So, And I might also include a couple of tracks that uh, we like that you can take a look at and see what they look like. Or if you get the PDF version, I can send you some links to some sites if that's what you like. So thank you so much for tuning in. I just want to pray for my listeners right now uh, in closing. And uh, check us out next week to see what our next topic will be. We'll also be conducting some interviews with folks, um, waiting to get some of their uh, information sent to me here. So let's go ahead and pray. Dear Lord, I want to thank you today for all those that have tuned in today, Lord, to hear this podcast. I pray that what we share today will encourage them, uh, help them to see that, yeah, they can they can do this. Absolutely. They can pass out tracks to folks. It's very simple. And I pray that those that want to will reach out to me and contact us so that we can send them the testimonies book or some tracks or you know whatever items that they would wish to learn more about we can certainly do that uh, tune in uh, ask that they would follow us on church online at youfoundgod.church.online as we share many uh, sermons that will encourage folks And we just pray that you would help strengthen Christians that are struggling right now, Lord. And Lord, I want to pray for those that have not accepted you as their Lord and Savior. Lord, we just want to pray right now that you would reveal yourself to them, show yourself real to them. And those that are ready to accept you right now, we pray, Lord, please forgive me of going my own way, of living my own life and sinning against you. As that you come into my life, make me a new creature and teach me how to follow you. I believe you are Jesus, my Savior. Amen. Have a great day, everyone. We'll see you soon.